Can you hear the birds out there? That's Adam here. I'm home at my apartment. Um, Lisa and I had plans to record um, several episodes in the coming month, um, but we unfortunately uh, won't be able to because the library is closed. Um, so we are home, uh, safe and sound, and trying to keep busy. And so we decided to release this old episode that we recorded and never did release. Um, it was going to be the first episode of this current season, um, but um, we decided to release something else instead. So we have this episode here. Um, there's a lot of talk about being sick. It was before uh, all of this. So um, we just had regular old flus and uh, we're kind of just chatting and kind of trying to be excited about a new season of episodes. Um, so that's what this episode is. Uh, it's kind of a shorter one because we used a chunk of it in another one. So we're just kind of cannibalizing um, old scraps of recordings that might be potentially interesting in today's new digital world um so yeah take a listen uh this is what's here for now and uh me and lisa are chatting about um what we can do uh since we can't meet at the library um we'll likely do some live streaming on either instagram live um at our podcasts uh instagram lol pod um or maybe on facebook or somewhere else um, so just keep an eye out for that. And for now, uh, here's an old episode before the world started burning. Bye. Welcome to LOL Your Gay, a gay comedy podcast with Adam Myatt and Lisa Buchanan. Hey, Lisa. Adam. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you doing? Oh, you know, getting getting over a cold. Oh, getting over a aren't cold. Aren't we all? It's that time of year. It is. I don't know if it is. Is it? I think it's always that time of year. Like whenever yeah. somebody says they've got a cold, it's like, well, there's something going around. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's human beings mm-hmm. on the earth, mm-hmm. passing germs around. There's always something going around. Who refuse to call in sick. Yes. Mm. You have sick days, folks. Use them. Yeah. I, uh... Well, this is season three. That's right. It's our <laughs> premiere, season premiere. Off to a hot start. <laughs> Getting over colds. Getting over colds. I got over a cold. I think I got sick like two weeks before you did. Right. I probably gave you whatever you have, to be quite honest. It's it hard was, to say. It was all congestion. Mm-hmm. I stayed home for two days just to, you know, I was upright, but just didn't want to be a snot monster at work. Yeah, that's fair. This was not fun to be around. Yeah, I did the same thing. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't like, I don't get a lot of colds. Like I don't generally get a cold. I'm usually, I'm good at, you know, sanitizing mm-hmm. and walking around the clouds where people are breathing. Like I'm very, <laughs> I'm very aware of those sorts of things, yeah. but I am not immune. No, and, uh, none of sadly, us are 100%. I fell ill. And uh, I mean, it's probably, we're both very busy right now. Yes. And a little burnt, burnt. I'm a little burnt out. burnt out and haven't been eating probably as well as I normally would. And I'm blaming yeah. my food habits. I'm sure it's not that alone. But. Well, I, sh- I surely don't have that excuse. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel terrible too. So it's uh, probably a little bit of both. So we'll just say it's that time of year. It's that time of year. It's a 
good enough of an excuse as any. Well, and it's all, so it's been a few months. Yeah. It was Christmas the last time we spoke. It wasn't yes. the last time we spoke, but the last time we spoke. <laughs> Into in microphones. A, in, a, in a tiny red room with microphones. <laughs> yes. Um, how, how have you been? I've been quite well, aside right. from the cold. Right. Um, which I am mostly on the other side of now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's been a busy winter. Verging into, we are officially in spring on the calendar, though there were a few snow flurries falling as I walked up here from the yeah, ferry. I didn't just like a that. couple of them. It's been a, it's been weird. I'm not going to talk about the weather because <laughs> it's boring, but it happens everywhere. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've had a busy few months, mm-hmm. you and I, making our short film, which we briefly t- mentioned at the outset of, not the outset, uh, on the out, the, the outro offset. I don't know what I'm meaning to say. <laughs> At the close of season two, right. we we announced to folks that we are making a short film mm-hmm. that you have written. And, I uh, did. We've been spending the last three months Frantically doing trying that. to get it, <laughs> yeah. Get it together. Yeah, because we film in just a few short weeks. A shoe for, a, a shoe for weeks. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have, I'm not fully over this cold. So my head is still quite cloudy. Um, yeah, we're very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, we're shooting soon. Uh, we are shooting in a local mall, which we're all very excited about. Yeah. Um, because we weren't sure where we were going to shoot at all. And I was always kind of scared with this script because it's set in a store to even try to make it because malls are hard to get into. But we're working with a really friendly mall. Yeah. And we're really stoked about it. We lucked out. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a little stressful. I won't I won't mm-hmm. lie. I've been um, in like earlier parts of my life. I've been a very busy person. Yeah. Like when university, I had lots of extracurricular commitments, student societies, and things like that. Um, so I had very little idle time, really, mm-hmm. and that continued. But the last couple of years, I kind of stepped away from some of my volunteer. Commitments, not 100%, but Mm -hmm. have less going on, have had less going on. And then this movie came up, and it's taking up a lot of time. And I'm starting to feel like, ooh, busy, a little bit anxious. Did I always feel this way when I was busy before? Because I don't think I like it very much. Yeah. Just the the stress. I like what we're doing. No, totally. But I'm having these, I had a, what I would classify as an anxiety dream, Mm -hmm. or an anxiety-induced dream, uh, wherein... You and I and one of the other of the four pairs of people participating in the film program we're in. So the two teams were together. And then all of a sudden, reality show style, we were informed that we had been eliminated from the program, even though that's not part of what's happening in real life. All four of us get to make our movies, Mm -hmm. all four teams. Um, So I woke up from that a little bit. Uh, not concerned that it was going to actually happen, but... You should, like, check your email just in case to make oh, sure. Yeah, I was like, oh, I must be <laughs> a- anxious or worried mm-hmm. or something is happening in my brain that I'm having this rather vivid yeah. uh, dream. And one of the other, one of the people on the other teams was saying, well, I, I don't see what the problem is. Like, I took eight weeks off work right. to make this movie and i just screamed i didn't take any time off work what did i think was going to happen yeah i i don't know it's 
but it's fine. We are we are actually making the movie. Mm-hmm. I think the stressful thing. I mean, one of the main stressors for me is like the just the timeline. You know, it's like yeah, there isn't any flexibility. Uh, no, you have your dates and you got to shoot on them. Yeah, and, <laughs> and that means whether you have a location, whether you have actors, whether you have sandwiches for people. Yeah, uh, you have to. Yeah, we're we're locked in. I mean, we're fortunate in that we have the actors and we have mm-hmm. the location. We don't officially have the sandwiches yet because they'd go stale if we got them right. at this point. But it's coming together. <laughs> and we have so many great people working with us. It's mm-hmm. like so exciting. I I'm not used to working on things that are like bigger productions mm. with like a, with big a big team, team of people. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm used to like small projects with a few friends and like that's what you do. Yeah. And like that's great. Um, but it's been a real, it's almost made me feel like, like into or grateful for those like smaller Mm. projects because Mm -hmm. like this is, (laughs) it's so many, it's so much logistics that like, it's like, oh, there's something, there might be something to be said for like tiny, tiny teams. (laughs) You know, you can do a lot more with a big group, but you can do a lot with a small group too. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you know, this is a five minute film with 35 people like it's not it's not a huge production but no but compared to a like a one person show in a theater festival yeah yeah exactly it's a lot gets finished writing you know 18 hours before the first show (laughs) i mean that wouldn't be how i work no no but no other people presumably do that um but yeah it's it's been yeah i guess and that's all that's another reason that's been kind of like not stressful, but it's like it's been a different experience because like the creative is has been done for like so long. Yes. Because it has to be. Yeah. It's like one of the first things you have to have completed. And like that yeah. is completely backwards from my right. experience. I'm used to like, oh, let's fig- think about think about the set and then I'll like write the script. Right. Um so yeah, it's kinda weird. Yeah. I'm into it though. Good. I'm really excited to get going. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to shoot. Good. We were talking about um we want to get uh, shoot day looks. Yes. We, we, <laughs> we don't want to just show up in like, you know, some hoodie that I've worn a hundred times. Yeah. I want to look, but I haven't decided on what it is yet. I haven't totally either, but I did start a Pinterest board, <laughs> which I haven't used my Pinterest account in many years mm-hmm. because I don't like that if a link becomes inactive it's right. not lo- no longer accessible on your pinterest so i use evernote mm-hmm. who is not a sponsor but <laughs> we'll take it if you're offering um so yeah i started a little pinterest mm-hmm. board probably some night that i was supposed to be working on something important for the film and right. i was just like i'm just gonna i just have to procrastinate because it's 11 p.m yeah and i'm gonna google things like i don't even know what i searched do you have any like highlights so far? Oh, like I, I know, know I really I... layers. I feel like I read something right. suggested on, on film sets in particular. Mm-hmm. Layers is a good idea because right. you're going to be inside, outside, running around. That's, yeah, that's true. Need to take your sweater off, all that sort of stuff. So I think that's okay because I typically wear several layers mm-hmm. anyway. You today is an exception. I'm wearing. Well, I'm only wearing two layers, <laughs> a cardigan and a collared shirt. Normally, I would have a T-shirt on under the collared shirt. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, despite the snow flurry comment earlier, I'm having a tough time n- staying in winter. Like, I I just want 
spring oh, now. I, so I'm dressing yeah. like it is spring. Like I've, I've never got this sort of Easter colored cardigan on. Yeah, it's very festive. Very pastel y green. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's too cold. Yeah. But yeah. it's warm in my office and yeah. warm in here when we came in. It's it's just no wonder we're sick. Mm-hmm. As an aside. <laughs> it's not how you get um... sick. Just for the record, <laughs> you don't get the cold from getting cold. Well. Despite what everybody's mother told them, <laughs> including mine. As a, as kind of an aside, um, we will go, we will get back. But I no. just had this this thought we um, because we, you know, I'm in the same place where I'm like, I just, I'm over the winter. I really want it to just be warmer. Mm-hmm. And I've been watching a lot of TV, big surprise. And on TV, there's a lot of commercials for Caribbean vacations oh. because it's that time of year. Yeah. And I have never wanted to go to an all-inclusive resort in my life. And this year, a switch has flipped. And I want nothing more than to get on a plane, fly to Sandals, and get one of those little huts on. There's a new thing at Sandals, also not a sponsor, but like you can send us on a trip if you want, and we'll blog about it. Um, <laughs> we don't have a blog. <laughs> but we'll start one. We'll start a blog called adamandlisatsandals.com backslash sandals. And so, but they have this new thing that's a heart-shaped wharf in the water that has yeah. these little huts off of it. And there's like little like um, built, these little tiny buildings. Yeah. It's so cute. I want to go so bad. So anyway, if if there's a uh, selification or if Sandals, so, you know, straight from Sandals wants to, you know, yeah. send us somewhere, we can do a project while we're there. Uh, we're open to it. I am also, uh, similar to you, never, ever wanted to go to an Mm -hmm. all-inclusive, but if somebody's sending me, I will absolutely go. 100%. I'm at the point where I'm almost unwilling to pay, (laughs) where I (laughs) never would have thought I was before. Um, Yeah, I mean, you can get good deals, apparently. That's what people say about these things. My issue, this is kind of weather-related, but more like just me complaining-related, um, my issue with going anywhere warm that mm-hmm. is like where the focus of the trip is the sun and the beach is a I cannot swim. Right. B I get a headache if I'm out in the sun for a couple of hours at a time. Right. So then I'm gonna have to go indoors. I'm gonna get a little <laughs> cranky because I'm dehydrated. Yeah. And I just don't think I'm gonna be a good time mm-hmm. person. Yeah, that's fair. in that setting yeah i i don't think i would have been until right now i think it's i think you find it at some point in your life like i am 29 i'm about to turn 30 in like two Mm -hmm. weeks yeah but i really like in my heart of hearts i'm like deep into retirement you know so i think that is i think we're different in that way like I think you're cusping on retirement, probably. Yeah, I, I mean, when I was in high school, I started a list of books to read when I retire. Right. So I'm I'm anticipating <laughs> it. I'm I'm excited about the prospect. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just want to do. I think I'm just craving a chunk of time where I have no tasks. Yeah. Um. That does sound great. Because it would be like, and I and I obviously I'm not complaining about how, like all the positive things that are happening in my life that I'm doing, yeah. and it's like it's great. I'm into it. I also want to sit. And sometimes it's not conducive to the two things happening. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's just my sandals aside. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't mean to derail the uh, Pinterest 
Oh, right. We were talking about our looks. We were talking about our looks. Which is now spelled L-E-W-K-S, I believe, on the internet. Oh, 100%. I didn't know it was another way. Oh, well. You're a little younger than me, so you you must have missed when we spelled it with two O's. I'm so young. I'm like, (laughs) I'm so young. You're under 30. I am under 30. For a little while yet. A little while longer. Not too much longer. But I know when people, when I, I have been doing this thing. And this is also on the side. I've been doing this thing in my life where I've been like saying I'm just about to turn 30 a lot more. I, oh. I've ne- I never really talk about my age, but yeah. I've been doing it a lot because I'm like a month. I'm like, I was a month out and I'm like two weeks out mm-hmm. and I've been doing it. And across the board, people's faces are shocked. Like oh. people. In which direction? That oh, you're not like, yet 30 or yeah. that. Oh. No, they're like, yeah, the face, is, the face of someone who is perplexed at the fact that I didn't say 45. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, and I, yeah, I hope I've always, I've been waiting for a time in my life where I hit a plateau where I start looking good for my age. And that was what always kept me going. I was like, oh yeah. I mean, I look kind of weird and old for like a 22 year old, but like, I'm going to look great when I'm like 35. (laughs) The gap, the age gap has just, is moved linearly to my own age oh i see there's you always I mean? a gap yeah so when i was 22 people thought i was like 32 when i'm now that I'm, when i'm 32 people are gonna think i'm 42 like you know that gap is not closing anytime soon so right I, i'm gonna do a face peel <laughs> i don't know oh i saw an episode of sex in the city where that happens and it doesn't go well i just started watching but maybe that, there have been improvements excited. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I... I mean, that show was on 20-ish years. It was on 20 years ago because it started, I think, oh when God. I was in high school. <laughs> oh. Time warp. My mother told me not to watch it. She thought it was inappropriate. That's fair. <laughs> I feel like... I mean, at the time, my parents would have very likely said the same thing. We also yeah. didn't have HBO. Was it on HBO, only on HBO? No, it was on Bravo here. Oh, we didn't have Bravo. We had like 12 channels. Mm. We did have Bravo. And I distinctly remember, I'm pretty sure I was either in high school or first year university, mm-hmm. um, having an, an issue of Entertainment Weekly. And there was like a two-page spread with a photo of the four of them. Yeah. And my mother was just like, I just think that that show, she probably had never watched it. Yeah. She probably only read about it. But she's, I just don't, I think that's just not not right. That's not what should be on television. <laughs> Well, look at TV now. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I got better. I was just saying to you before we started recording that I've been rewatching Game of Thrones, which mm. is a whole other kind of inappropriate in my mother's eyes. And sadly, because it's a sort of plot line she would find interesting mm-hmm. with all the politics and the personalities involved. But there's so much sex and blood. Right. Uh, I can't tell her that I watch it, let alone recommend that she do so. Yeah, that's fair. I um also tangentially tangent yes. <laughs> That's a word. You said did, it right. Did I don't think yeah, I did. You did. Ta- tangentially gench gentially. Yeah, it's a weird one. Tangentially. Yeah. Like tan tangent jan chili? No, tangen. Tangent. Like tangent. So it's like there's a woman named Jen eating chili on at sandals. <laughs> So tan tangentially. Tangentially. Um it's close enough. I uh started watching the final season of Broad City mm. a couple nights ago. I was waiting for it to all come out so I could just watch it all at the same time. I have time. one episode left. I am probably gonna watch the rest of it tonight. I just have to say 
like, I don't know why, like, I feel so much pride for, I'm, like, so proud of them. Yeah. I'm just like, this, like, good work. Yeah. This show is so good. It is really good. It's incredible. And, like, they're just so sweet. Yeah. And so funny. Yeah. And, like, the best writers. And I'm just, I'm just in awe when I watch that show. I'm just sitting there with my jaw on the floor. Yeah. And. feel similarly. Yeah, yeah, I really, really, really like it. Like I've been, uh, Abby's been posting on Instagram, mm. kind of like throwback photos to like the each season, yeah. uh, leading up to the final episode. And I mean, I was, I was having a hard day when this happened, but yeah. I was like fully like tearing up, Aww. looking at Abby's photos, just being like, "Girl, like good, that is so incredible, <laughs> good for you." <laughs> and I'll yeah, all that to say, uh, when I've watched the first grade. I'm yeah, really, I'm really into it. Yeah, I um, I've been watching mostly been watching Game of Thrones the last couple of weeks because, for whatever reason, I decided two weeks yeah two weeks ago mm-hmm. so about four maybe five weeks prior to the season premiere to just start rewatching the whole series from the beginning like mm-hmm. I have time yeah with all the movie that we're oh, making yeah. whatever <laughs> um it'll get done. Uh, one or the other. Well, we'll yeah. either get the movie made or I'll finish rewatching Game of Thrones before April 14th. Both worth doing. Yeah, yeah. surely. Um, but prior to that binge uh, watch thing happening, uh, I had been watching Broad City week to week. And mm-hmm. I'm also watching um, Better Things, which I don't know if we've talked about Better Things on the podcast before. I don't think we have. I don't think we have either. No. Uh, it's a brilliant bit of television mm-hmm. that I don't think enough people are watching. Yeah. It's on FX in the right. US. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it's accessible here. I don't know. So I'm not well, going to reveal where I find it. But <laughs> I think we have I watch F- it. We have FX here. Do we? Yeah. Oh, good. I'm pretty sure cuz I have cable. Yes. And I have I get commercials for that show. Oh, okay. And I'm pretty sure I'm watching the channel You're that watching FX. It's okay, good. On. I could be completely wrong. But it's, I'm pretty sure we get FX. It's a great show. And it made me, last night when I was watching last week's episode, um, I had a moment of like, oh, I feel like I'm a f- officially a filmmaker now because <laughs> the character that Pamela Adlon plays is is an actor. Yeah. It's based a little bit in her life. So in this season, she's working on a, she's working on a film. So she's mm-hmm. on set a few times throughout the, the season so far. And in this particular episode, she, like, stands up for the working conditions, the poor working, stands up against the poor working conditions on the I set. poor, yeah. these poor. <laughs> like, they're put in a, a pod car, which is like a stunt car, but they're calling right. it something else, mm-hmm. where the actors are in the car with the drivers on the roof, and they're getting tossed around, and there's a kid in the back seat, and the mom of the kid is like, oh, she's fine, she's happy, because she just wants to please everybody around, because right. the child actor. And, uh, yeah, so... Sam, her character, goes on this little uh, bit of a monologue about the the crappy working conditions. And I was just like, this is what they were talking about in the set etiquette course at, <laughs> at FCOOP. I know what they're talking about. This is excellent. Yeah. This is important for people to see and know yeah. that like, just because you're making a multi-million dollar movie doesn't mean everybody's being treated really well. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah, there are some like incredible moments in that show where... like. There is like just pieces of dialogue that are just so 
well written. I'm like so impressed. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really really good, and I want to rewatch it as well. I mean, I find myself right now in a place where I've got a few current shows on the go, mm-hmm. or at least new to me shows. Um, but I really just want to go back and rewatch things that I've already yeah. seen. Yeah, I've been doing. The, I've been kind of doing that same thing. Like I, when I'm like really busy or kind of stressed out or yeah. having a hard time like I don't want to watch something new really I would I really just want or I want to watch something that I know the formula of right um because it's effectively the same thing like I I'll like rewatch the office mm-hmm. I mean I've I I couldn't even estimate how many times I've watched the entirety of the office like it's like I've probably watched the entire show 15 20 times oh my gosh like maybe more because I've watched single episodes yeah. probably I've watched some episodes probably a hundred times. <laughs> like if I, I, if I had to actually honestly guess, so like I only really watch the early seasons mm-hmm. most of the time, the later seasons, there's a couple of characters that may be uncomfortable and I don't oh, watch okay. it, <laughs> but um, they're fine. It's just like, it's a little, it makes the dynamic really weird. Mm. Um, but I've been doing the same thing or like I watch, I've been watching a lot of um, food network Mm-hmm. Like cooking competition shows, like I've been watching a lot of like Cake Wars, yeah, which is like the most nuts. It's so like the whole fan, the whole big cake thing. I don't really get, yeah. Um, but I understand what's going to happen. I can predict. I, it's like it's a comfortable. It's like yeah. a, a eye blanket, basically. Yes, an you know? eye blanket. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I'll sit there. Made and watch. a fondant in this case. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a mask made of fondant. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not as comforting as I no. had pictured, but but yeah. So like I just, but I think it's that like predictability, like mm. when there's so much going on. I'm also like moving or I'm like, trying to find an apartment. Right. Like there's just a lot of like up in the air stuff for me right now. Yeah. Not up in the air, but just like a lot of like unpredictability, impredictability, Un- one or the other. Unpredictability. You've got a lot going on. Yeah, there's lots going on, and so I like. I really go to that, um, and TV is that place where I can just, like, shut it off and chill out. That makes sense. Yeah. I spend a lot of time with Guy Fieri when I feel like this. (laughs) Because that that man, that man, that is one of the tenderest men in this planet. (laughs) Like, I just, his little face, I... I I don't think... He's a polarizing figure. He's a polarizing figure, and I think it's because he's just so authentically himself mm. that, like, some people just don't like it. And, yeah. like, that's real, and I get it. But when you watch him interact with, like, people in those shows, yeah. he is so sweet. He is so patient. He has all the time in the world. And he just want and he, like, just, he loves food. He does. That man loves food. And as a man who loves food, I'm like, you know what, guy? I had a lot of feelings about you. And then you really changed my mind. You really did. Because he's just, he's just acts so tender and nice. Yeah. And he, like, I've heard, and I mean, I don't know what's true. I, you hear all kinds of things, but mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of things where, like, he'll, like, do something really charitable, but, like, no one knows it's oh, happening. Yeah. Like, he's just doing it mm-hmm. because he thinks it's right. And I'm like, that's so nice, Guy Fieri, or however you pronounce his name. And anyway, so that's just a, another aside. But <laughs> Guy Fieri brings me a lot of comfort. That's nice. Um, yeah, I like it. Yeah, but but we we have tangentialed so oh, many times. Well, I mean, that's what we do. That that is 
the nature of this podcast. That's it's true. just we come in with no semblance of a plan we're anymore. Busy. We got we got stuff going on. We, we can't plan talk. for the other thing. We're... And this is honestly for for you listening at home or wherever you are with your uh, iPod li- or podcast listening device. Um, this is basically what happens whenever Adam and I get together. Yeah, is we just start talking and then we go on on tangents. Yeah. And like five hours pass, and then we're like, "Oh, oh we should probably we missed four li- appointments." And yeah, <laughs> to go to something. yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, yeah. What were we talking about? Looks. Looks. So you onset looks. Onset looks. So you brought up layers. Yeah. So there's so layering is a thing, and that makes sense because then you have multiple looks. Right. Also. You have you get reveals, maybe gentle reveals. Yes. You know, it might not be as like broad, or as 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 um, as uh, stagely. I can't think of the oh, word, but you know oh, what I mean. Like you know what I mean. Like a drag queen. You yeah, mean. yeah, yeah. Like, like not as like uh, showy. Show. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> but and I but, mean that in a nice way. No. Oh, I sh- showy. Showy's showy's a compliment. It's, it's meant to be showy. That's um, the whole point. That's the whole point. And when be showy. Like, one dress under another, or a bodysuit under a ball oh, gown. Heaven. <laughs> but, Doesn't get better. So, you, but you have these like subtle reveals. Yes. That like give more and more and more of your character more information about this like complex producer. Yes. Who is Very making complex. this happen? Yes. So you so layers. Any yeah. other like key elements you're thinking about? Well, I'm trying to figure out the footwear issue. Yeah. Because. For safety reasons, mm-hmm. I'm going to need, I think I'm just going to need to buy a new pair of boots. Right. Um, because I may have talked about this before because it happened um, about a year ago now. I broke my blundstones. Mm. And I don't know if that makes me a very bad lesbian or a very, very powerful lesbian. Right. <laughs> a little bit of both. Yeah. So I haven't replaced them. Yeah. Or sought to, well, I have sought to have them repaired uh, with no success. Um, yeah, so, I've had little success either. Yeah. I need to get new boots then mm-hmm. uh, to protect my toes Yeah, from the various things that are on a film set that might mm-hmm. bump into my toes. Yeah, I like, I like, I think I'll probably end up going the like steel toe blundstone. I have those for mm. work, so yeah. I probably just end up wearing them. Like, I like the idea of doing a little chuck, but I think at the same time, I like the image. I mean, I'm also like fully willing to help do stuff, but, right? <laughs> but I like the image that projects where there's someone who typically might be a little more hands off is projecting, uh, you know, teamwork. Yes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be here to lift. Yes, I'm happy to lift. And on a set. They're on a production this size. Mm-hmm. I think that is to be expected. Yeah. Whereas if we were like on a larger scale production, yeah. if where we had two million dollars, <laughs> yeah, or more, and you we had this big crew and you really didn't have to do any of that stuff. Sure, wear your chucks, but yeah, and that would be my normal. Like mm-hmm. I'm wearing today, I'm wearing one of my pairs of Pumas, but mm-hmm. I have multi, many colored pairs of chucks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have a white pair right now. That's like the perfect yeah, dirty. Yeah, you've been wearing them a lot. Yeah, I've been into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Uh... But yeah, they're at that point where mm-hmm. you can still wear them out. Yeah. It's outdoors, I mean. Yeah, but, but they're they like don't, worn they're not fresh. in, and they're yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm just like what you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I might, I might, I'm, I'm kind of figuring it out. Yeah. 
I want like I want a statement piece, mm. but I also want a statement piece that's not like cumbersome. Right. So I'm like trying to figure what that looks like. I would like I want to get a watch. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have a watch, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't like my phone. I'm kind of over phones. I want to like. <laughs> I'm kind of like the next time I need a phone, maybe I'll get a flip phone. I'm kind of like that new person. I wonder if there's going to be a regression. I really honestly think there is people. going to be. Like, have we talked I, about this before? I think we we've talked about we've talked about phones listening to us well, for yeah. sure. That's and a daily it, point of conversation for me. But. Totally, and it, like I'm getting to the point where like I'm actually genuinely uncomfortable having an honest conversation with my phone next to me. Mm. Like I'm I, I I I'm consciously thinking about it when I'm doing it. And that's not good. It's not good. It's like if I, I feel like I'm being observed in a way yes. that like I don't like. Yes. Your and flip phone won't do that. It doesn't no. have the capability. No. Or not I, your flip phone. A flip a, phone. Yeah. But I, I honestly think that like I could see a resurgence in those things. Because I've talked to lots of people like, you know, I've talked to lots of friends who like kind of feel similarly. They're mm. kind of over it. Like I, I want to be a little less connected. Like I've been like leaving my phone. Mm. in the bedroom as soon as I get home. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm, you know, it takes me longer to get back to people and stuff. But, like, I get there eventually. Yeah. You know, if it's an emergency, I'll hear it. But... Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. You, you can hear the messages come in or the phone will ring and you can answer it. But, um, yeah, I, I have recent over the last couple of months, I have set a goal of using my phone for less than 90 minutes a day. And... There are days when it's like I blow so far beyond it, which is still not a lot for some people, but for me, yeah. two hours plus is like, oh God, what have I, what am I doing with my life? But there's also a feature. I use an iPhone, not a sponsor. Um, <laughs> there's a feature where you can put time limits on specific apps or groups of apps in the phone. Yes. Now, the thing is, you have to still have some willpower. Right. Because what I did was I looked, the the screen time tracker thing tells you what you're spending all your time on. Mm -hmm. So, unsurprisingly, a lot of my time is on Facebook and Instagram. Right. So I thought, huh, let's see. I will put a 15-minute time limit on Facebook, and I think I put a 20-minute time limit on Instagram. And I've only been doing this for a couple of weeks, so I can't really give you a full report back <laughs> in terms of, like, how is this affecting my overall time on the phone? I think mm-hmm. it's going well. Um, but if you're on the app that has the limit set, mm-hmm. it will give you a five-minute warning that you've got five minutes left on Facebook for today. Oh, and then if you're in that. the app or you open the app when the time limit, uh, there, a little hourglass shows up mm. and says you've reached your limit. Where the willpower comes in is it gives you the option to uh, ignore your limit. Right. Which is just setting people up to fail. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest. I haven't done it yet, but it's only been a few weeks, like I said. Um, So I'm using that now as a way of discouraging myself from using my phone Mm -hmm. by setting these hard limits. And then I'm, I'm more judicious in my use of those apps like if i find i'm just suddenly kind of mindlessly scrolling on facebook i'll close it because i realize oh my gosh i'm wasting my allotted 15 minutes now do i still have facebook on my computer at work and on my computer at home yes but it's not 
staring at the... For some reason to me, it's different on the phone. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, there's something about there's something about the phone that I'm like, really... I, I love, I mean, I love it, but I think that's maybe addiction, mostly. I'm like, I'm like addicted to my phone. Mm. And like, there was times like, it'll be like Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I'll be home. It'll be like 1130. And I'll find, I've checked my email like four times in like 10 minutes. Oh. Like, no one is emailing me at 1130 on Saturday. If they are. I'll get back to them tomorrow. It's, it's probably me. Or it's it's yeah, it's you it's like it's really <laughs> fine that I don't get it right now. Yeah. Um and I just wanna be it's a probably little... not actually not me at that hour. I yeah, fair say. enough. It's... But I just wanna like I wanna like go get some fresh air. I went to the park yesterday mm-hmm. for like forty minutes. I was like, what Yeah. Look, there's like rocks, there's like shells. Outside like, is good. It's great. <laughs> I was dog... I'm like rediscovering it. I was dog sitting. Uh, a mm-hmm. couple of weeks ago and had the, a similar experience of like, it was, again, with the weather. I don't know what's wrong with you today. <laughs> it was colder a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, I would would have normally been less inclined to go outside yeah. uh, when it wasn't necessary. Mm-hmm. But I had to take the dog for like a, signi- a couple of walks around the block, but also like at least one good long walk yeah. each day. And it was so nice. I would just put on music or a podcast um, on my iPhone that's not a sponsor. <laughs> and you listen to our podcast? I didn't because I had already, I was <laughs> caught up, go figure, um, on our particular podcast. But mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it was just nice to get the fresh air and not, you know, I had to pay attention to the dog. Yeah. So I couldn't, I had my hands were in use. So I couldn't be like text, not that I, I'm not one to text and walk or look at my phone. Mm-hmm. While I'm walking around, because I only have, oh, here's a here's a cute story, but I think is a cute story. Um, we have a mutual friend who mm-hmm. uses a massive amount of data right. on her phone, and has a great story about finding out that of all the people at the place where she worked, which was a large institution, she found out when they were switching over the contract that they have a special plan just for her because she used more <laughs> data than anybody else at the entire workplace right um which is a story that i found very very funny and one that i reflect on anytime i go over my 500 Mm -hmm. megabytes of data (laughs) a month so i she had shared this as a facebook memory the other day and her her partner said how much she likes the story and i said i also really like this story Mm -hmm. and said what i just said and he responded by saying I just gasped so loudly when I read 500 megabytes a month that I startled the cat. (laughs) (laughs) And that made me feel bad because I like that particular cat. But um, yeah, so I don't have a lot of data, so I don't wander around aimlessly using it up. Um, That's that's not much. I only ever used to have, I think, 600. Yeah. I'm at a gig now because like the plan I got, I had to have it. Oh, yeah. But but yeah, I try not to. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. They're great. The camera's nice, and I like it's. It's like an iPod. It's like my. It's like my music too, which is like tricky. Yeah. I'm like I'm just kind of always using because I'm always listening to music. Yeah. But I need to like. It's it's mostly that social media thing. It's like it's. Yeah, I had contemplated deleting the social media apps from my phone mm-hmm. in an effort to use the phone less, and that's when I d- realized I could use this time limit feature, right. and then I'd still have access to those things when I 
quote unquote need them, yeah. which is n- never no. really. <laughs> yeah. um, but I mean, I like to post some stuff on Instagram and things like that. So I didn't want to delete. You can only use Instagram. Yeah. You can view Instagram on a computer, but you cannot post to Instagram without yeah. a, a smartphone. It's yeah. impossible. Um, so I wasn't going to delete it, but I don't know. The modern world, man. <laughs> I'm pretty over it. <laughs> I'm like, I want to, I want to, um, I just want to buy like 40 acres mm-hmm. and like clear a few paths and then people can like build little yeah. buildings and we can, we can all split on a hot tub. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> we could all share a hot tub. Yeah. And then not have internet and just uh, mm-hmm. have DVDs. I'm going to, mm-hmm. I, because I'm moving, mm-hmm. um, I've had to go through all my like bins of just stuff that I've had around. Yes. And I found my bin of CDs. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Wherever I end up, I'm going to put my CDs out. Nice. I'm going to put my CDs out. Because I have, I spent every dollar that I made basically between the age of 16 and 29, not 20, <laughs> 16 to like, 16 to 18, mm-hmm. basically all that money was just CDs. Yeah. Like, I worked a lot when I was a, when I was a teenager, and I just bought music. music. Mm. And I have it all there, and I just it just sits there and rots away, and I have like my Spotify membership. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I love it, but I also, I just want to, I want a little renaissance for the CD. The CD's underappreciated. Before we go, we're just going to do the first laugh of the week of season three. Yeah. Would you like to go first or should I? I can go first. Great. Um, I can't remember how we normally do it, but I think I do often go first. And oh, then I ramble yeah. and then you've got a nice little short snapper at the end. <laughs> um, I'm going to refer back to a previous laugh of the, a recent laugh of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and talk about Jan Arden again. Right. Uh, because I just like to do that. Great. So Jan Arden has a uh, beloved uh, Canadian singer-songwriter, Jan Arden, I should preface <laughs> or explain for those who are somehow not aware. Um, she has a new sitcom mm-hmm. on CTV here in Canada um, called Jan. It is loosely based on her life. She plays a version of herself. It's a caricature. Um and I've so far only watched the pilot. I think two episodes have aired to date. And um, it's really cute and funny. And mm-hmm. if you like Jan Arden and mm-hmm. have like seen her in concert and heard her tell stories and you enjoy that sort of humor, uh, you will enjoy this show because mm-hmm. it is very much her and her style. Um, and there are real celebrity guests on the show playing versions of themselves. So Feist is on the season series premiere playing this I'm so just excited. jerk <laughs> who won't talk to anybody and has this big entourage and it's it's very very funny so um the added bonus of this is that the last time i talked about jan harden <laughs> i talked about how she had done a cover of a ray charles song mm. on the that plays over the credits of my best friend's wedding right because she had told the story about having to pee when she saw the movie in the theater and right. wait having to wait till the credits to hear herself sing <laughs> um and i noted when I was a teenager, that she hadn't changed the pronouns mm-hmm. in the song, and it could have been read in a variety of different ways, but that Jan Arden herself had never publicly discussed her sexuality. Mm-hmm. Update. Breaking news. Not quite breaking. It's some weeks old now. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I watched the pilot of the show. Mm-hmm. 
I texted Adam. It's like, just watch Jane Arden's new sitcom. Character she's playing is queer. What what do we think? This is great. <laughs> Don't know what it means for her in real life, but it doesn't matter because it's cool. <laughs> and then since then, she's now been talking on uh, entertainment news shows and things like this about the fact that she's bisexual and like it's not even a thing and it shouldn't be. And I just thought it was important to give everybody that update mm-hmm. that Jane Arden is officially in the family. <laughs> Thank you for that update, Lisa. <laughs> Yeah, that's so sweet. I'm really, I really want. I can't wait to watch that show. I'm DVRing it. Yeah, um, I told my mother to do the same. She, she and I are big Jan Arden fans. And... Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've watched. I, I've seen the commercial a bunch of times because mm-hmm. it's on the Food Network a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've watched it a bunch, and it uh, the commercial's funny. Yeah. So bodes well. Yeah, it's the sort of humor where, like, for example, um, at one point in the pilot episode, she is running away from the police. Mm-hmm. Um, and she lives in in Cal- outside Calgary. So uh, she tries to climb over a barbed wire fence. Mm-hmm. Barbed wire gets caught on the crotch of her pants. Mm-hmm. That's a, a, that's the sort of humor you're going to... There's some physical comedy. Great. All that sort of stuff. That's all I'm really looking for. Yeah. I uh, Similarly, I know we've talked a lot about TV, but that is the majority of what I spend my time doing. Yeah. Um, I recently started watching Will and Grace for the first time. Never seen it. Wow. Uh, I'm new to it, and uh, I am having a great time. Uh, my only complaint is that I wish it was Karen and Jack and not Will and Grace. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Will, and, Will and Grace kind of irritate me a little bit. I mean, I'm sure that's not uncommon. Yeah. Um, and Karen and Jack are just such funny characters. Um, I was uh, watching an episode with my partner, and we were talking about it, and I was saying it would be incredible if they would reboot. I know they, I know they're rebooting. Like, well, yeah. It's re- back. So you, to clarify, you've started watching it from season one, right? Yes. Not from the re. It's not a reboot. They're like continuation. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like I'm watching like the first episode, first, first, right from the old days. Yeah. Um, the good old days. The good old days. It's still a good show, actually. And um, yeah. Like what I want is this. This is a show that I want. Mm-hmm. It's contemporary so it's set now mm-hmm. uh karen has either divorced or that guy she was married to and i'm also i've only watched 18 episodes so like maybe stan <laughs> maybe Car- you're stan. talking about stan yeah um maybe he dies or they get divorced at some point but when i'm where i'm at they aren't so what i want is contemporarily him to either be dead or divorced yeah and she has moved into some other place but she's jack has moved in with her mm. as like a friendship like, just like, you know, honey, come hang out. We're going to just, like, have a nice time. But the plot thickens because they hire a butler, and it is the butler from the nanny. Oh, yes. Is it Giles or Niles? Niles. Niles. So, Niles. So, it's Niles, Jack, and Karen just riffing one-liners <laughs> off each other for a half hour. Wouldn't that... That would be oh, the yeah, greatest Niles, television Niles, show ever made. Could definitely keep up with the two of them. Oh, a hundred percent. And yeah. then Fran Drescher can like have every third or fourth episode she pops in. Wow. Right. Wow. 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 Right. I mean, this might yeah. be the next project we work on because <laughs> I, it would be like I would, you would be able to hear it after a while because you'd be laughing so intensely. Yeah. yeah. Um, it might actually be like a health hazard for people, so like we might have to like pepper in a few boring episodes, but I just feel like it would just be like. A rocket ship, so fast, so funny. Yeah, I think it would be great. I think I think you're onto something. 
don't yeah. Know. Can you please talk to the listeners about the particular episode of The Nanny that you recommended to me? And I did watch it afterward um, when Sherry Lewis is a guest. Oh, my God. <laughs> I should say Sherry Lewis and Lamb Chop and are Lamb guests Chop are on guests. An epi- a season four, I believe, yeah. episode of The Nanny. And it is something to behold. But because you were the one who introduced or reminded me about it. <laughs> I mean, I I remember very little from it because I spent the entire episode with my jaw on the floor, basically. It was the weirdest episode of television I think I've ever watched. It so it's very strange. It's like, it's the nanny. Yeah. But the person, like the Sheffield, Mr. Sheffield, whatever his name is. Yeah. I guess Mr. Sheffield's Mr. his Sheffield. name. Yeah. Um, he bought, he buys the rights to Lamb Chop. Yeah. For, to, to turn it into a musical. I think that's what happens. Um, or a movie. A, a movie. CC does it. Right, right. CC secures the rights. I remember, I committed all of this to memory because I was paying <laughs> such close attention after you recommended it. Yeah, CC secures the rights to, to a lamb chop feature film. Right. And Mr. Sheffield says, Why would we make this movie? We're theater producers. Right. There. there. That makes. <laughs> I'm glad you have memory because I have none. Um, <laughs> it also reminded me a lot about the premise of the show because I hadn't watched it in a long, long yeah, time. Totally. Like, I would not have remembered that Sheffield and CC were theater producers no well when i went back and started watching it i started watching that again recently too and i was like i watched the show when i was a kid i did not know this was what it was about when i was a kid (laughs) um but so so yeah they buy the rights to this to this thing yeah and there's the whole episode is basically um her name sherry 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 lewis comes to visit sherry what's her last name lewis lewis okay (laughs) I was getting her and Jerry Lewis confused. Oh, it, remi- it rhymes. It rhymes. It was the same last name. Same last name. <laughs> it rhymes so old. Sherry fact, and Jerry. It's the same. Rhyme. I don't um, know that they they were not related to my knowledge. We'll look it up afterwards. I don't know. Jerry Lewis comes up later in Will and Grace. You have that to look forward to. Oh, great. Yeah. So Sherry Lewis shows up at their house. Yeah. For some reason, I don't remember why. Just to just to meet sign the contracts, producers. be yeah. around, like all that stuff. But she comes with land shop. Of course. With the but like in puppet mode, like she, Lamb Chop is a character. Yeah. And Lamb Chop is like really inappropriate. Lamb Chop is raunchy, I think is the Ra- word. It's the word I was gonna use, but I was like, I feel I feel in uncomfortable. Yeah. Lamb Chop goes on at length. At length. Basically, like today it would be uh, sexual harassment. Yeah. Um, Lamb Chop sexually harasses Mr. Sheffield. Yeah. She talks a lot about how handsome he is. And right. that's not the word that she uses. No. Um, but just go watch the episode. It's very, it's very strange. It's bizarre. It's and like, it's like, it's clearly Sherry Lewis talking through Lamb Chop, but yeah. it's so weird. It's really that weird. That it's this puppet that I watched as a small child mm-hmm. and is so sweet and innocent. Yeah. And that just because she was on TV after 6 p.m., <laughs> but, like, well before midnight, yeah, it takes this weird turn. It takes a turn. It takes a turn that's worth watching. Definitely. It's very strange. Yeah. I... That time and place in TV was weird. Yeah. And I'm diving in hard to it, and uh, I can't say I have a lot of regrets. Yeah, I think it's an idea for not necessarily a segment, but like maybe a whole other podcast mm-hmm. is we find really strange episodes of long running yeah. 90s television shows mm-hmm. that just seem like not jumping the shark sort of episodes, but mm-hmm. like 
how did this all <laughs> come about exactly? Like, just pick a random episode, even. Yeah. No, totally. Kind of fun. Because, like, like th- that that episode. So weird. A group of people sat down. Yeah. And were like, this is what we're doing this week. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to know, did they come up with the idea? This is becoming a nanny recap <laughs> podcast really, really fast. Um, I wonder if that exists. Oh, if it doesn't. We should start one. Yeah. If it doesn't. Edit this part out of the podcast so that nobody has our idea. <laughs> Did the writer's room sit around and think, lamb chop's really hot right now. Mm-hmm. Like, lamb chop is on PBS every day of the week at this point in time. I I was a kid in school. Mm-hmm. Everybody was singing the song that doesn't end. Yep. Oh, my God. What a nightmare. Because it doesn't end. Ever. It's still going on in the back of my brain all the time. Sherry Lewis. What a twisted mind. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P.? Yeah, yeah. Sadly. If, sadly. Yeah. A few years ago. Yeah. Um, did they think, let's try and get Sherry Lewis on mm-hmm. the show because we want to do this thing where Lamb Chop is not what we think. Right. She's got this dirtier side. <laughs> or did it come about that they had the opportunity to work with Sherry Lewis, mm-hmm. they knew that she was available and that Lamb Chop was available, <laughs> independently of Sherry Lewis somehow. Yep. And that was what they... Like what came first, the idea yeah. for Raunchy Lamb Chop, or did <laughs> Lamb Chop come first, and that that was then the best thing they could think to do with Sherry Lewis and Lamb Chop when given the opportunity? Right. I feel like if I had to like guess, I would guess that Sherry Lewis came with that. You think I, Sherry Lewis? Yeah, that's I feel possible. Like, I feel like she because she imbo- she is Lamb Chop. Yeah, she, she is. does it. She is embodying that character. And she leans into it. She does. She leans. So yeah, I feel like she's like, you know what? I love this show. I want to be on it. Yeah. Here's my idea. Yeah. And they were like, well, we can't say no. And the kids <laughs> that watch Lamb Chops play along are not watching the nanny. No. They're in bed. And it's like that borderline where like what they're saying when you're a kid. It's all innuendo. It's all innuendo. And like when you're an adult, it's very, very clear what they're talking about. Yeah. But when you're a kid, it's like, I'm just being funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. So I don't know. I don't remember what episode it is. It's in season four. Yeah. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon not Prime. Not a sponsor. <laughs> not a sponsor. But we have subscriptions to all of these things. Yeah. I need to. And by we, I mean my brother-in-law and sister. <laughs> I need to go back outdoors. Oh, my God. I'm dog sitting it again in a couple of weeks, so I'll be getting out a little bit more. That sounds good. Yeah. You can listen to LOL You're Gay on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcasts. If we're not in your favorite podcast app, please let us know and we'll try to make it happen. You can find us online on Instagram and Twitter at LOL You're Gay Pod. That's spelled L-O-L-U-R-G-A-Y-P-O-D. And on Facebook.com slash LOL You Are Gay Pod. And if you would like to get in touch with us via email, you can do that at LOL You Are Gay Pod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Now please enjoy This Week in Royalty Free Music.